Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Suns Football Podcast, where myself, Roger Hanna, and our football editor, Derek McGregor, look ahead to the weekend's action. And Derek, after all this Scotland nonsense, we're back to the proper stuff. The, the race for the Premiership title, the race for the Championship title, and Celtic in the box seat for the Premiership and maybe lucky to have Eric Sviatchenko ready for the game against Hans Saturday lunchtime Terrible tackle by Liam Ridcutt had all the hallmarks of a guy that's, that's, that's not played for Scotland for a while desperate to make his mark he certainly left a mark on Sviatchenko horrendous tackle it makes me think if it was a competitive game I think he'd have been off the park right away straight red I thought it was a shocking tackle Sviatchenko he, he will be fit we think for the Hearts game maybe just as well because Jozo Simunovic still out possibly not even back for Champions League qualifiers in the summer as he undergoes knee surgery Shock news as Sunsport revealed the other day Roger cracking tail by my colleague David Frio jinx centre half cost a fortune I think there is the makings of a very good centre half there but you know certainly Celtic fans have not seen it often enough and this this just caps it all for Simunovic very, very unlucky for him. Big, big blow for Celtic. We're touching the Celtic centre-halves. Look over at left-back. How's Kieran Tierney going to be heading back to club duty after a, an excellent 45 minutes in his Scotland debut? It was, a, it was an accomplished performance from an 18-year-old. He's just enhanced his reputation even more, Roger. He looked very comfortable. The boy looks nerveless. He looks as if he can just take to it, no problem at all. Remarkable season for the kid, and no fair play to him last night. It was another step up for him, and he handled it very, very well. Scotland's young player of the year. It's kind of hard to look beyond him at the moment, Roger, I would have to say. A superb season. Clearly, we'll be looking to cap it all with a, a league winner's medal. Now, behind the legs of Sviatchenko and Tierney, Craig Gordon back in the Scotland set. I think it was a 44th cap against Denmark in midweek a clean sheet a couple of terrific saves at Hamden Hill we're looking forward to taking on Hearts as he always does if I may just go back to Scotland I mean we've got two particular positions where if only we'd certain other areas I mean if we had as much competition at centre half as we do goalkeeper and left back we'd be in a fantastic position maybe even right back I think as your column touched at uh, the weekend, Roger, you know, Alan Hutton's pretty much got that position to himself. You know, Craig Gordon just continues to show that as free transfers go, he is one of the best ever. And Celtic, they really are in the box seat. They've got Hearts at home Saturday lunchtime, a win would turn up the heat on Aberdeen. Celtic, of course, have got their game in hand next Tuesday night at Dens Park. After Aberdeen slipped, at Fur Park, it's really Celtic's to throw away now, surely, Derek? On the face of it, yes, but I am not convinced that Celtic will go through the remaining league games without a further slip-up. I am convinced that they will slip up again. The question is, will Aberdeen take advantage? Because I'm not certain either that Aberdeen will go through their remaining games without a further slip-up. You look at that league table and, and with people fighting for the top six, splitting to avoid the, the relegation playoff place, you could argue that Hearts, who are secure in third, maybe don't have anything left to play for this season, but if they play Celtic twice and if they play Aberdeen twice, Robbie Nielsen's men could still have a big say in where the Championship ends up. 
Definitely. I mean, I don't know if they've quite given up yet on the idea of catching Aberdeen. Uh, listen, it, it might be a slim chance, but I think Robbie Nielsen's instilled a good attitude in the Hearts players. And they will they will be very competitive. The last time Hearts were at Celtic, it was a 0-0. And they're capable of shutting Celtic out again on Saturday. The pressure would then go to Aberdeen, to Tawdry, Sunday lunchtime against Hamilton Ackies. It's a game you'll be covering for the Scottish Sun, Derek. No slip-ups here from Aberdeen this no, time? No, I definitely see Aberdeen winning that one. And I think Aberdeen will win that comfortably. Hamilton's stats over the last four or five months dreadful, although they won at Inverness a few weeks ago, which even allowing for Inverness's kind of very inconsistent form, that was still a good result for Hamilton, but I can't see past Aberdeen Sunday. Does it say a lot for the way Aberdeen are going that, that Derek McInnes spent the last week sweating on his front four all the way on international duty Kenny McLean, a Scotland debut Simon Church scoring for Wales now McGinn involved again with Northern Ireland and Johnny Hayes for a first time called into Martin O'Neill's plans at the Republic of Ireland Definitely, you know, I, I think such sort of kind of pivotal players for Aberdeen, key players. Clearly, they've they've been without Rooney. I think the word seems to be that Rooney will be back before long. I think McInnes would have been sweating less than Ronnie Dyla with Lee Griffiths for Scotland. If Celtic were to lose Lee Griffiths at this stage, hammer blow because you just don't see who else is going to step up to be a a major goal scorer for Celtic. But no, certainly Aberdeen. You know, they've had periods without Hayes. They're, they're doing without Rooney at the moment and they're still hanging on in there. You know, I still think they'll have more than enough for, for Ackies. What, what have you made of Simon Church? He's come in at a time when, when Rooney has been injured. He's had to shoulder the burden of, of goal-scoring responsibility for Aberdeen. He's got a few. He got one for Wales against Northern Ireland last week as well. Still only on loan from MK Dons. Is he a player do you think Derek McInnes will try and secure permanently in the summer? I'm not convinced, Roger, albeit that his his goal ratio to appearances has been very good. He's gone on duty with his country and scored again. You know, I think his record in England suggests he's a kind of bit of a journeyman. Not anything particularly special. He can shine up here. You know, does that tell us something about our top flight? I don't know. I'm not convinced that Aberdeen will pursue Church in the summer. I think they may have other options. In terms of Aki's... Is this a free hit? They look as if they're, they're clear of Kilmarnock just now. That could obviously change after the split. But for Martin Canning, anything at all from Petodri would be a bonus. Yes. I, I mean, I don't think for a second they should be going into it with a kind of carefree attitude. I think Hamilton have to be very careful. When I saw Kilmarnock against Celtic, I was very impressed with them. And you could see the impact that Lee Clark had on the players. I mean, Kilmarnock deserved to get a result against Celtic. The very least was a point. I don't think Hamilton can be dismissive of Kilmarnock. But yes, if they were to get a result at Petodre, totally unexpected, and it would be probably in the bonus category. But I think Hamilton's attitude, they have to be careful right now, I think. Keep bang up to date with Scottish football by following Sun Sport on Twitter. If Kilmarnock were to pick something up against Partick Thistle at Furhall on Saturday, Lee Clark, um, he's been backed by the Kelly board, if you remember. Gary Dicker came in, Lee Hodgson came in. He's now signed Miles Addison, an experienced centre-half, time at Derby down south. So Lee Clark is still searching for that elusive first victory, but the board look as if they're giving him all the support they can. Yeah, and, and Julian Faubert. Faubert was another, yeah. Who was outstanding against Celtic. And, you know, over recent years, I think Kilmarnock have become used to kind of central midfielders who like to put their foot in the ball, dictate play, 
Uh, Eremenko obviously was a, a big favourite. I think Faubert is similar in the sense that I think like Eremenko, they maybe don't have the legs as such to be box-to-box, but they still are very smart footballers. What I saw of Lee Clark signings against Celtic, I thought they looked excellent. I thought Dicker was terrific. I thought he complimented Faubert very well. I thought Hodgson looked a solid full-back. And just their general kind of organisation, I thought the formation was good. You know, Kilmarnock are very capable of getting a result on Saturday. We've talked about Hamilton, we've talked about Kilmarnock, we'll come on to the United shortly. Thistle at home to Kelly, and then on Tuesday night at home to Dundee United. Six points from then, and they can put their feet up for the summer. Yeah, I would pretty much say that would be the case. We've just discussed Kilmarnock and the problems that they will pose Thistle. Dundee United, I think, clearly have spirit about them. I still think it's going to be too much for them to, to recover. However, you you have to credit certainly Mixu Patalainen and his backroom staff for getting that spirit that saw them come back so well against Dundee. United need wins. I would agree with you. I think Thistle are very close to feeling secure. Mixu, of course, hit the headlines in the Dundee derby before the international break. He's facing an SFA charge after a little bit of light-hearted banter with the Dark Blues support, shall we say. Is that the type of attitude he's instilling in the players? They go to St Johnson for a Tayside derby at the weekend. St Johnson said they need points to secure themselves in the top six, it has to be said. Can you see United, who have an awful record against St Johnson lately, can they get anything in Perth? Yeah, I'll stick my neck out. I don't think Dundee United will lose. I've long sung the praises of Tommy Wright, rate him so highly, but the St Johnson team are so unpredictable that you know they'll suddenly produce a result from nowhere. I mean, they go to Hearts, tremendous result that I think few saw coming. But then they're just as capable of bombing. You know, they're just as capable of going the other way and producing a, a dreadful performance. I think this has got draw written all over it. And would that be a good point for United? Or have they now reached the stage of the season, Derek, where it needs to be wins? I think essentially it has to be wins. I, I don't think it'd be a bad result for United. But yes, to really make up ground, they do need victories. But just certainly not losing, I think, would be would still be important for them as well. And it could still be a big season for United. They've got a Scottish Cup semi-final coming up against a championship team in Hibs. And there maybe is just that little chink of light at the end of the tunnel in terms of an escape from relegation. Yeah, well, certainly in the Scottish Cup, I mean, I think we all know about Hibs at Hamden. So that alone provides hope for Dundee United. Is it a distraction for Dundee United? Should they, should they you know Would they prefer to have 100% focus on the league? Possibly. I think Mixu is quite a naturally aggressive character and I think that is finally beginning to make its influence on the team. I mean, I don't doubt that Mixu was reacting to over-the-top abuse at Tanadice, but sometimes I think managers are cute. I think managers can sometimes produce a... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Reaction. I think we all recall Walter Smith and Mixu clashing at Ibrox. And I think Walter later conceded that there was an element of that that he wanted to get a response from his players, and which they, they duly did respond. I think maybe there was part of Mixu as well that wanted to be so animated that the players could see that and think, hang on a minute, look what it means to him. I want a bit of that. I like that. And I think that's possibly helped spark the United players as well. You can watch the goals from all the big SPFL games on the website at thescottysun.co.uk slash sport. The last two games in the Premiership card on Saturday both revolving around teams looking just to secure places in the top six. Ross County League Cup winners, a first ever major trophy. They go to Dens Park to take on Dundee. A win for Ross County and they're almost cemented in the top six which would be a fantastic achievement again for Jim McIntyre and maybe nail him down as a real manager of the year contender. Yeah, I mean, he's many people's favourite at the moment for manager of the year, and I can well understand that. You know, certainly regards my own vote, he's a serious candidate. I think the job they've done there is quite remarkable. I think they have had a lot of money to spend in the last year. I think Jim McIntyre has always been quick to praise his chairman, Roy McGregor, for the level of backing. That said, McIntyre has still had to use his budget wisely, and he has done so. I think maybe a concern after the League Cup win was maintaining an edge. Because let's face it, if you're a club like Ross County with a triumph like that, it would be easy just to think, well, you know, we've done it. I think clearly Jim McIntyre and Billy Dodge now will be desperate to make sure that the team does not slip away. I don't see that happening. You talk about backing from from boards. Paul Hartley's had a fair bit of backing as well at Dundee, and even to the extent he's already pinned down the likes of Danny Williams and James Vincent from Cali Thistle for next season. He's clearly looking at players. I think he's been linked with Stevie Marlin as well. who would cost a fee. You know, and I think Paul Hartley has used the transfer market very wisely. And I like the fact that Hartley's also moved quickly to sign players. Uh, you know, he's already got Jamie Vincent and Williams signed up for next season. Doesn't mess about. He did the same last year with the likes of Cam Hemmings, Rory Loy. I think by and large Paul Hartley has signed astutely and if you were on the Dundee board, that would encourage you to back him. Extensions as well for Darno D. as well, of course. Yeah, extensions, we're going to say, for Darno D and Paul McGowan almost disappeared under the radar because they were announced on the same day as the two pre-contracts. But O'Dee's done well since he came in, and, and McGowan, he's been a steadying influence. He seems to get deeper and deeper and deeper with each passing season, but he's done well in front of the two centre-halves. Well, certainly Paul McGowan owes Paul Hartley big time. I think it's well documented that Paul McGowan's off the field in discretions, shall we say. Many people felt he should have been sacked instantly because of the nature of his indiscretions. Paul Hartley stood by him and I think McGowan is now responding as he should to his manager. Darren Day, as you say, has come in and made an instant impact. I think it was a three-year contract he was given. Even allowing for the performances he's produced for Dundee, I thought it was quite dramatic. A three-year deal for someone who, while his CV speaks for itself, he has been here, there and everywhere. And three years is a hell of a reward, certainly. But nevertheless, Darna Day is not exactly an old man. He's still got a lot in him. You know, again, it's another signing for Hartley, you would say, is a plus. The last game in the card up in the Highlands, Cali Thistle maybe underachieved a bit this season after their Scottish Cup success last term. Stuck in the bottom six, it looks likely. 
but Motherwell, what a run they've been on under Mark McGee, and if they can win up in Inverness, they're guaranteed almost a top six place. I'd back Motherwell. I'd back Motherwell to get a result up there. I mean, I think in recent years they've, they've had a few good results up there, and it's, it's Motherwell for me. I think Inverness have kind of lost their way, you know, which will be a concern for John Hughes. I think the results overall last eight to ten games, mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I, 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 can't, I can't immediately think of them. Win, draw, loss. Well, I mean, the standout was, was the Monday night win over Aberdeen a few weeks ago, yeah. and since then haven't really kicked on the way they looked as if they were going to. No, and I think what's also been quite noticeable is that John Hughes publicly has been quite critical of his players, yeah. which I think over his spell in charge is very unusual for him to do that. Big summer ahead for Yogi because, as we've touched upon, Danny Williams, James Vincent already heading for the D. He's intimated that either Phone Williams or Brill will be leaving because he doesn't have the budget to keep two frontline goalkeepers. The recruitment, the, the incoming players, will be vital for Kelly Thistle going forward. Yeah, constant frustration for Hughes will be the level of budget. He, he'll probably look at the likes of Paul Hartley at Dundee and be envious. You know, Hartley isn't exactly throwing transfer fees around willy-nilly, signing players on pre-contracts, free transfers, and he's doing it very shrewdly. I think when you have a budget like Hughes has at Inverness, the pressure on him having to be successful with his signings is even greater. You know, I think as we all know, you know, you can't be lucky all the time with that kind of budget. And you're right, it's a big summer for John Hughes to refresh that squad. I'll also be fascinated to see what goalkeeper he goes with. Fawn Williams hasn't been disastrous, I don't think, but my gut feeling is he'll go with Dean Brill. Interesting to see, Derek. Like Sunsport on Facebook for all the Scottish football latest. Into the Championship could be the decisive weekend of the Championship season. If Rangers are to win in Kirkcaldy against Wraith Rovers and Hibs drop anything at all against St Milne at the Paisley 2021 Stadium, Rangers will be champions. And Mark Warburton in preparation has turned to the SAS. I mean, I think Mark has been a, a fascinating debut season for for Market Rangers. And has he has he dared this season? Has he been brave this season, Roger? I mean, you know, I think there's there's possibly been certain elements of it, but he's faced up to it. I think by and large they have steamrolled this this championship. He's come through a blip, kind of halfway. It all he also it must be said being hugely helped by Hibs dropping points left, right and centre and I, I think there's every chance that Rangers will become champions in Saturday. But surely Derek, everything so far has just been the honeymoon for Mark Warburton because now he has three weeks, they'll clinch the league either Saturday in Kirkcaldy or at home to Dumbarton on Tuesday night you would think, then it's Hamden in the Petrofac Cup final, they couldn't countenance a, a, a slip the way Rangers did against Wraith Rovers in that competition and then back at Hamden on that glorious bowling green pitch at Celtic in a Scottish Cup semi-final if he didn't know what it was to be Rangers manager over the past eight or nine months he's about to get a crash course on it can you imagine a scenario where Peterhead beat them in the final and then Celtic win 3-4-0 can you imagine that scenario I mean talk about a complete transformation on perception of Mark Warburton certainly with the Rangers fans again I can see a scenario where they will win the league on Saturday I think with the best will in the world I can't see beyond Rangers for the Petrofac Cup final then they go into Celtic the Celtic game with huge momentum and I do believe that Rangers have a good chance of beating Celtic you painted the sort of glass half empty scenario for Rangers fans if it's half full title in the next week a Petrofac win and a win against Celtic, where does that elevate Mark Warburton to? 
oh, man, I think the Rangers fans will be wanting them knighted at that point. Yeah. I mean, if they lost the Petra Fat Cup final to Peterhead but beat Celtic, then I think I think the Rangers fans would quickly forgive them. But, you know, as humiliating as losing the Petra Fat Cup would be, and again, I say that with the greatest of respect to Peterhead, but I think if he was to beat Celtic, I think the league's in the bag. If he was to beat Celtic, then he becomes an instant legend, I think, with the Rangers fans. They go to Wraith. Wraith Rovers done terrifically well under Ray McKinnon. They're now 13 points clear of those below them in fifth. They're nailed on into a playoff place as well. Ray McKinnon's done a, a terrific job. It won't be easy for Rangers at Starts Park, that's for sure. If Rangers do win, though, how much money would you put in Hibs winning at, at Paisley at the weekend, given their recent results in the league? Well, as I alluded to a wee bit earlier in our conversation, I, I mean, Hibs dropping points, I think there's every chance with this current Hibs team in the league. If Hibs are on song, they'll swat aside St Mirren. But, you know, I, th- I think there is a, a, a real possibility that Rangers will become champions on Saturday. Wraith Rovers, you know, we've often spoken about Peter Houston operating under the radar. Ray McKinnon has done a terrific job at Wraith Rovers. You know, has he had a profile or the credit he deserves? You could argue not. That will be a difficult game for Rangers. But Rangers have, I think, that, that kind of that kind of key commodity at the minute that I think every manager wants their team to have, momentum, heading the right way. I think Rangers will deliver their side of the bargain on Saturday, anyway. Hibs lost at Starks Park recently. Jason Cummings, a horrendous miss. Has he got his mojo back with those two goals for scoring another 21s on Tuesday? At, at Paisley, the stadium is going to on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, Alan Stubbs. Well, I think one of his... I think. I think one of his two goals was almost an indent- identical scenario as he had at Wraith. There maybe just wasn't the bobble in the pitch at the New St Mirren Park, Roger, but... Uh, Paisley 2021, Derek, come on. <laughs> was it not Love Street, no? <laughs> no, I, I think Alan Stubbs would be desperately hoping that's Cummings back on song again, but you just don't know what Hibs team will turn up on Saturday. But it'll be a Hibs team, you would think, with John McGinn, a central figure after an outstanding Scotland debut. Yeah, yeah, I'm delighted for John McGinn. He's a lad, I think, myself and a lot of others in our profession, Roger, have got a lot of time for. He's a top lad. He's always a pleasure to deal with. First and foremost, though, he is a top young player. And I think his performance for Scotland last night certainly has enhanced his value for Hibs. You know, and certainly if you're on the Hibs board, if nothing else, you're delighted that you've got another player whose value has risen significantly. Absolutely remarkable. A Hibs player winning at Hamden. Derek, thanks very (laughs) much indeed. Cheers, Roger. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.